Hi, my name is Josh Hannaberry, and welcome to the Truck Focus Podcast. At the Truck Focus Podcast, our mission is simple. I want to connect transportation industry leaders to the industry to help create a pivotal change. Over the last decade, I've been fortunate to connect with several transportation industry leaders that have had a positive impact on my life, and I look forward to connecting them with you. Some of my favorite memories, while I was still operating as a professional driver, they always started when the morning went really well. So when I would kind of first, I guess, start my pre-trip inspection to loading my first piece of equipment, tying it down safely, there was no nonsense, no frustration. And when I reflect on that full day, more often than not, the entire day kind of went like that. It was smooth. It was all good. Sure, there were bumps in the road. Sure, I had to deal with traffic, grumpy customers. But you know what? I still could handle it with a positive outlook. So when you think about some of your best days at the office or behind the wheel, can you say the same? Were some of these days where everything just kind of fell into place and when bumps in the road did happen, you had the ability just to handle it with a positive outlook? So in today's episode, I'm really excited to interview my friend, Dana Smith, owner of The Mindful Trucker. So as Dana shares his story, he hits a few points that really struck home for myself, especially when I decided, you know what, it's time for me not to operate a commercial vehicle anymore. So a highlight of our interview is also when Dana talks about flow and how we need to live in this space. So flow, very simply, it allows us to live with a positive outlook, even when things aren't necessarily positive. So I encourage you to check out uh, The Mindful Trucker. Simply visit themindfultrucker.com. So just as an FYI, this is an audio-only episode. So if you're watching this on YouTube, just check the link below and it'll take you right to the audio file. Thanks so much. Let's get to it. Dana, honestly, super hyped for today. Um, super grateful that you're taking the time out of your Sunday to join me on a podcast interview. I know we've been talking about it for quite some time, and I'm just really excited for yeah diving into who is Dana Smith, who is the Mindful Trucker, what's the Mindful Trucker all about, and I really admire just the value you're adding to the industry, but also the impact, and I think we through our common conversations can identify that we both really value creating impact, so I'm super hyped for today. So yeah, thanks so much for joining. Thank you very much, Josh. Sure, appreciate it. And glad I'm here. Looking forward to this. Awesome. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm super grateful. So to kind of start us off, why don't you kind of highlight who is Dana Smith and share a little bit about your backstory in the transportation industry? Okay. Um, basically, uh, who am I? You know, I, I had mentioned to you earlier, it's, it's kind of a loaded question that is, um, you know, I really had to think about this uh, for a little bit. Um, you know, I guess, I guess I'm a guy that just, I love the transportation industry. You know, I, I love all aspects of it. I, I love working in it. I love being around the trucks, just everything. And I've, I've loved that since I was a little kid, you know, and I, I knew right away when I was a little kid, I was like, yeah, this is the industry I want to be in. Uh, love every aspect of it. And, um, you know, I think over the years of being in it, I, I've developed a real caring attitude towards the business and the industry, right? I, I really do care about the drivers, about the companies and how they interact together, how they how they make each other feel valued and and, and just you know work together in synergy because I, I fully believe in partnerships, you know, and, and that's one of the things that one of the pillars that I believe in. So <clears throat> that's kind of where it all started, you know, and it just sort of went from there. Uh, through the through the through the years, and I mean, my backstory, I guess, basically is that's how things started. And then when I got up and around twenty years old or so, I decided that you know 
now's the time to do something. Um, I'm at that age where I can get my license and I can get started in the industry, you know. So I did that. And uh, I, I actually went to a training school twice. Uh, and, and when I say twice, people think to my, they say to me, you know, did you, well, did you fail the first time? Uh, no, uh, I went for straight truck, actually, because I had no experience at all in, in trucking. So they said, well, you should do straight truck first and, and just get your feet wet. So I agreed. And I was like, yeah, sure. So I did that, went and got some experience for about a year, year and a half. And then I came back again because I wanted to drive the big trucks. You know, I, I, I had to be in those big ones. And so I went back again. Uh, left the industry two weeks out. I had a job and I never looked back and it's been 32 years, you know, uh, I've done a lot of different things in the industry. Um, I did some, uh, like I, I drove for about 10 years first, uh, tractor trailer and run more or less, I would say between Ontario, Quebec, the Maritimes, and then hauling all kinds of different stuff. And then I got into the training part of it, uh, as a driving instructor, cause I wanted to give back. And, uh, and help the new people coming into the industry, you know. And so then I did that for a little bit. Then I decided I wanted to go do the, the full long haul stuff. So I went actually team driving all over North America. <clears throat> and I, I got to tell you, that was one heck of an eye opener for me. Uh, you know, I'm not, I haven't really left, you know, Eastern Canada, Central Canada, and then to go out there and really just go from coast to coast. Uh, I learned so much. I met so many people and it was just what an experience, you know? And when I came home from that, uh, I had a totally different perspective about where I come from. You know, I always said that my, the two favorite places that I went to was uh, British Columbia. I love going through the Rockies and Arizona was another, another a state that I, I just absolutely loved. But throughout all that, <clears throat> when I did come home, I realized that we have so much here in Nova Scotia, uh, the East coast of Canada. And, you know, this is where I want to be. This is where I want to come back home to. And, uh, and then, so I did. And then I decided that, you know, I, I do want to give back and I want to do it again in some form or another. And along the way, uh, I started hauling uh, LCVs with long combination vehicles, did that for about 11 years so I have a really good understanding of that operation and how that works. And, you know, as I did that and went through, I, I started, something started to change in me. You know, I think it might've been just getting older. I'm in, into my fifties now. And uh, I just, there was something missing, you know, I would, I was, and it's really weird because I say that I was doing something I loved but I wasn't happy, which was really weird for me because it was like, how could this possibly be? And, you know, I tried to figure it out. And that was my biggest problem was trying to figure it out. What I really needed to do is feel it out through my heart rather than my head. And I did that. And I come to the realization that um, I couldn't do what I was meant put on this earth to do um, from within a company that I had to go outside that company and to really, to really get uh, my message out there, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's what I did. I decided one day that it was time. This was back in 2019. 
And I left my job and that's when the mindful trucker was born. It, it was just an idea that I had in my head one day and I was like, that's it. I knew it was funny because I knew right away. Uh, my wife and I were sitting at the table one morning and we were just talking about stuff. And all of a sudden the mindful trucker just came, was blurted out. And I, I, I just went, Oh my God, that's it. That's what I've been waiting for, for 32 years. And there it was, you know? So that's kind of my, my backstory, I guess, of how I kind of get into the transportation industry and what Power. sort of transpired along the way there. So powerful, yeah. man. Power. Yeah. There's uh a couple of things that stood out. Um, I really like the progress and similar to myself, when you started as a straight truck, that's how I started out too. Uh, we identify, is it a class three out East? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we, I started in my class three with air and well, I started in my class five, no air doing things I probably shouldn't have done. And then I got my class three <laughs> with air, <laughs> which I'm sure a lot of us can relate to. And uh, yeah, it was kind of through that journey to obtain my class one where, yeah, you, you navigate different things and then you're like, okay, there's a bigger picture here. And you've definitely done a lot more behind the wheel than I have. Um, but I, I love hearing that story. And I love the fact that you knew what you could appreciate, but you also knew where was home. Because yeah. I think a lot of people don't know what is home. They don't know that feeling of, it's almost a sense of belonging where something's familiar and you have, if it's a memory or just, it's like, oh, that smell. Yes. Like there's those yeah. just different sensories that go off. And yeah, I really value that. And being from, I'm actually from BC. So I live in Alberta now, but hearing people admire the Rockies in BC is always nice too, because yeah, that's my stomping grounds. But yeah, it, uh, yeah I love the progress and I love the fact that, again, in our industry, you can grow every millisecond of the day and you chose to, you didn't say, nope, this is what I'm doing. And I'm going to do this till I'm 65. And then I'm going to try and retire somewhat comfortably. And that's it. Yeah. You were like, no, when you mentioned that you're doing what you love, but you weren't happy. I yeah. think that's another thing mm -hmm. that a lot of people feel and they don't know why they're feeling like that. And then they lash out in different ways instead of actually yeah. exploring. Okay. Why do I feel like this? Why am I quote unquote miserable yet? I'm doing something I love. Mm -hmm. And I love the backstory as well, which I want to dive more into in the mindful trucker, because again, that's something where when I was 18, 19, I wanted to be an entrepreneur by the time I was 20, I was, and I remember having a conversation with my mom when my mom was still here. And I was always like, man, so many people go to sleep at night thinking this is what I'm going to do tomorrow. And I yeah. have the privilege of saying, this is what I get to do today. And I, she, her, I still remember her facial expression. Like, don't be arrogant, <laughs> which I'm like, no, I'm not arrogant. I'm just, how many people go to bed at night saying, I'm not happy. I, I need a change. I don't know what it is. What am I here for? And then they never do it. They just, sometimes it's fear. Sometimes it's just, you have other things that are more of a priority, maybe financial responsibilities, all that kind of stuff. But it's really empowering hearing your story because that's something that I don't think is talked about enough. It's not highlighted enough and it's not encouraged in others enough to say, Hey, like if you're not happy and you know, you have a greater purpose, go find it. And yeah, yeah anyway, I think all of that together with your story is super empowering. So I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, yeah, you're very welcome. Um, just to sort of add to that, I guess, uh, you know, something that's just stuck out to me, what you just said was, you know, um, I have to do this or I get to. Mm -hmm. To me, that's a huge, huge, it's two words, but it's it's just so enormous. You know, it changes your whole perspective about 
what you're doing and why you're doing it. Because if you don't know your why, how are you ever going to find your way? You know, because a lot of people too, I find what they do is they'll get into an industry or they get into a career or whatever it is they're doing. And they sort of forget the why, you know, and, and as the why sort of gets buried and everything else, you get tired, you get frustrated, you get, you know, there could be anxiety, there could be all kinds of different things that sort of appear all of a sudden. And then you say, you know what, I can't do this anymore. It's too much for me, but you just need to go back to the why you did it in the first place. Yes. Yes. Right? Yeah. And, you know, when I talk about um, going through the transportation industry over the last 32 years, yeah, yes, I love it, but it wasn't easy going through all that. You know, there was a ton of ups and downs. And at the very end of it, when, when I did stop trucking, I was still looking for that thing and, you know, that purpose. And, and through the journey to get to the mind where the mindful trucker started, there was one little key element, I guess, I left out is that I ended up um, in my search, I ended up uh, following Tony Robbins. And um, just by watching and listening to that guy, uh, I was so inspired by what he was doing that I I, uh, actually went a little bit further and uh, became a certified relationship coach through him. And I'll tell you, that was a journey and a half. I... I, (laughs) It took me a year to do that course. And I, my eyes were opened like enormously through that about my purpose. And, and what was it that I was here to do? And when the mindful trucker came up, I was like, Oh my God, this is it. This is it right here. I need to get this out there, get the message out there and say, Hey, here I am. I want to help y'all in the industry. That's it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I love Tony Robbins and I'm, uh, I haven't taken any official trainings through him. I have through, do you, are you familiar with Bob Proctor? Uh, yes. So I've taken some through him prior. Um, actually I wasn't a relationship coach, but I became a life coach probably eight years ago. And mm-hmm. one of the things for me, even back then, that's when I was, I was still working in the oil field. So when I was on rotation days off, I was doing a lot of my training and it's like, okay, I found it really hard to sell, not as in the financial, but make others believe in an intangible product because that's what a lot of coaching is when it's not counseling. It's not, I need this right now because I'm suffering. It's how do I get better? So trying to sell that to me was quite difficult, but Mm -hmm. they never left. And then when I created Pivotal, like my, the mothership company is what I call it, my Pivotal Transportation Industry Solutions. And then when we launched the podcast, I'm like, okay, now the the dots are connecting and all of this years of experience, it all makes sense why, like you mentioned initially, like valuing drivers and valuing carriers and how do you work together for the greater good? It's like, okay, there is a massive need for if it's just empathy. I think empathy is one of the biggest things our industry needs a big injection of. It's gratitude. There's opportunity and so many different things. Anyway, when you're talking about Tony Robbins, I'm like, yeah, because I've listened to him for years. I've mm-hmm. applied a lot of what he really what he really installs in people. And I love when you said purpose, because again, being in transportation, a lot of the, I guess the demeanor is I'm rough, I'm tough, I get dirty. It's like, okay, well, let's remember we're all human. And as humans, we have a purpose in this journey. And I like the fact that you you went there. I think yeah. that's super powerful. Yeah. And I mean, I think a lot of it is value. You know, like everybody has emotions and feelings. And, you know, you have to validate that. 
You really do. You know, I mean, we talk about, you know, no, you know, we talk about flow a lot and um, for anybody that doesn't know what that is, basically it's, it's taking the, the path of least resistance in everything you do. And I mean, if you're not in flow, you're in, you're under stress. And, and I think that, you know, that goes both ways with a lot of people um, that can, res, you know, sort of uh, uh, what's the word uh, relate to it, I guess. Um, but there's a lot of people out there that just are in st- under stress all the time. And, you know, that's one of the things that we do is we show people how to get into flow and get out of stress so that you enjoy your life and you understand that, you know, you have a purpose and this is what you need to do. And it's, it's not all about working to live, you know, it's just not. Yes. So powerful. Yeah. yeah I call is. it fluidity and friction and I like flow because it, it's the same thing, just a different word. And yeah, I, I think our industry brings stress. It's a natural. So in your words, then Dana, um, when we're talking mindful trucker and I really value your vision and the impact that you're having. So what does the mindful trucker, what would that look like? And can you kind of highlight some more of the services that you offer? Yeah, sure. Um, Well, the mindful trucker, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's certainly evolving over time. Uh, I've been at it now for about two years so it started out with relationship coaching, right? Basically, you know, how do we how do we get the 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 you know the, the the management and the drivers on the same page? You know, if there's conflict there, let's find out why there's conflict there and what is it that each is wanting from the other. You know, so that's kind of where it all started. Um, was was the relationship coaching between those two? Um, then it sort of you know, started to go into, um, we work with a, a platform called Wealth Dynamics. I don't know if you ever heard of it, but it's a worldwide platform uh, it's based in Indonesia and uh, we're licensed users of it. And, and what that does is we talk about flow. Uh, that's what that whole program is. It's basically a, an entrepreneurial program that helps people find flow. And uh, there's an assessment, you know, and there's, there's different profiles and all of that sort of thing. And then it takes you down a whole journey of, you know, your wealth and when I say wealth, I don't mean money, you know, it's, it's life wealth. And it's, I started down that I went down that journey too, with the mindful tracker as well at the very beginning of it. And I'll tell you, it's just overwhelming the stuff that's in there um, and how it can help, you know, either a company or a driver, right? That's, that's what it's for either or. So then we kind of, we, we started using that. Um, and then it, it just morphed into, um, I'm not an expert in everything, you know, I do, and we're experts in, but we, okay, I, I want to do some of the things. So, so that's where we sort of started going. And I'm totally hundred percent all about partnerships, man. I mean, it's just, it's been the best thing that I ever did. And I, I totally fully believe in them. Um, you know, whether it's partnerships with, with your family or with business or whatever it is, um, you know, you're so much stronger as a team versus going out on your own and trying to do something, you know? So I started incorporating wellness partners um, in, in health, safety and wellness. So an example of that, uh, I've got one coming online here real soon as uh, registered dietitian. And we're working out a, a nutrition program, which basically outlines the basic stuff that you would need to know about food, you know? And so we're working with that right now to try to develop an online course for that. So it's just basic, basic nutrition about, about what you eat, coffee, you know, 
the different types of food that you should be eating. That's all coming down the pipeline of what we're doing. Um, we also partnered with um, some food companies, which are better alternatives than drugstore food, things like that. Uh, so then it's just sort of started to grow with me and it, it automatically does, you know. So that's uh, one thing we're working on as well. Um, we just recently uh, partnered with your company, Pivotal. Um, we're going to be doing some things with you as well um, to do in regards to online training programs, um, you know, and, and certifications and things like that. Um, we also offer a foreign worker program, um, which would be for recruiting for companies, um, which is which is actually something that just sort of fell in my lap. Um, I wasn't even looking for that, but uh, do, you know, through a friend of a friend, uh, this sort of came out. And so we do provide that service now. We've partnered with them, uh, an immigration company, and uh, we're offering that service as well right now. Um, you know, we have uh, podcasts such as yours, uh, the one we're doing right now. I also have another one called Soulful Leader Podcast, um, which is all about leadership training, wellness, and mindset. So we offer those as well. Um, we do uh, driver assessments, uh, PDIC and DDC. And so that's uh, professional driver improvement courses and uh, defensive driving courses. So we do, you know, this is just the basis of what we do right now. Um, you know, there, there's a lot more coming down the pipeline. I'm not going to get into that right now. I keep it a bit of a surprise at least. And, uh, you know, so... You know, it's just it's just all these things in health, safety, and wellness. And I, one of my biggest things that I wanted to do with this was bring in all these partners because I want I noticed that with looking for for experts in the industry that there everybody's sort of separated all over the place. And one of my big things here was I want to bring all of this expertise under these three pillars of health, safety, and wellness all together in one place, so that. You know, if you're a driver or a company and you come stumble upon the mindful trucker, you can say, oh, my God, they've got everything I need right here. I don't have to go anywhere else. That's what it is. It's a resource, you know, and and, and that's what we do, essentially. Right. And if there's anybody else out there that is a company or, or someone who offers products and services that wants to par partner with the mindful trucker, we'd be more than happy to have a chat and see what we can come up with. You know, there, there could be a course or something or, or something we can develop together to, to put out to the companies and, and the drivers, you know? Yes. So, yeah. Yes. I, I love it, man. I think the, uh, the partnership mentality strongly believe with it as well. And I love the fact that you use the term pillars, um, very foundational, very, there's strength there. There's longevity there. And I, yeah, I really value that in your business structure, but also just you as a person. I think that's awesome. And yeah, I'm super grateful for our recent partnership too. I think it's incredible. And basically a coast to coast coverage now of opportunity to serve and help our industry, which I think is phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I agree. I mean, you know, you're in Calgary, I'm in Nova Scotia. I mean, it just made sense to me, you know, to now we have coast message out there and, and just, it's all about it. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. So do you have a, um, an ideal client that you specifically would like to work with from a client perspective? Um, is it a carrier? Is it a driver specific? Cause I know there's a lot of variation there in the three pillars health safety and wellness but is yeah. there in your mind one ideal this is the ideal client i enjoy working with 
or do you prefer kind of a mix of industry? So carriers, drivers, suppliers, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess like for a lot of the stuff, uh, you know, I mean, the larger carriers, they have, they have a lot of resources and, um, you know, they can do a lot of this stuff themselves. So we've typically focused on small to medium sized carriers um, as far as companies go, um, <clears throat> you know, that are looking for something like this in health, safety, and wellness that, that to offer their people, you know, um, I, I looked at the larger carriers and I mean, I'm more than happy to work with the larger carriers as well on this. Um, but my primary focus is a small to medium sized guy that may not have, or a company that may not have that, those resources, you know, to be able to afford to go out and get all this stuff, you know, um, we try to make it as simple and as affordable as we can. Um, and, and, and work with them because, you know, they're the underdogs of the industry, right? The, the little guy. Yes. And uh, it, it's hard enough to compete as it is. Um, but this here, um, that's that's why we chose the small to medium size. You nice. Know? Uh, nice. Dana, honestly, thank you so much for hopping on today, man. That was a fantastic episode and just a really strong conversation. I really appreciate your time. Really like that you were talking about things that I really resonate with, um, sharing your journey, sharing about the fact that you've been to BC, been to Arizona, but you always appreciated coming home. And I think a lot of times just in our profession home, especially to professional drivers that operate over the road, it's a really sentimental word because when you're home, it's home, your home life. And it's just, yeah, something that I really value, especially over the last few years after being married and have kids and all that good stuff. And just, yeah, I really appreciate the vulnerability there. I really like that you continue to talk about health, wellness, and drivers. I just think overall, that's really, really impactful. Um, and just, yeah, I'm really aligned with your way of thinking. And I really like flow. And I know throughout our conversation, I would talk about fluidity versus friction. And yeah, I just, I really align with that. So again, thank you so much for hopping on. To all of our dedicated listeners, thank you so much. Um, so again, this was an audio only. So if you're watching this on YouTube, I sure hope that you click the link. And yeah, it was just a really jam-packed, value-filled episode. So I just really appreciate you hopping on, taking the time to listen. So if you're listening to this on any major podcast platform, simply subscribe. I'm um, just by pressing the subscribe button, like it, share it, because there was a lot of value here. And that's exactly what we're here for, is to introduce industry professionals, industry leaders, just like Dana, to the industry to help create a pivot it'll change. So I do ask that you do that. And just again, because we really believe the greater the following, the greater the impact. And again, you can learn more about Dana and the Mindful Trucker by visiting themindfultrucker.com. Highly recommend that you connect with Dana. He's up to some really, really great stuff. He's having a huge impact in our industry. And I'm really just excited for our just recent um, strategic partnership announcement. And yeah, some really good stuff in the works there. So thank you so much. If you have not yet done so, I also ask, subscribe to our monthly newsletter. So that way you're introduced in a different way to our industry leaders. So it's a written format. There's some how-to, some tips, some promos, lots of good stuff in there. So of course, the link is below. And yeah, just thank you so much for your time. Hope you have wonderful day and that's create a pivotal impact. Bye.
go uh, in the industry. And maybe I'm just a lot of complaining from drivers. Uh, and one, I'll just give an example is uh, when you hear a lot of stuff about money, okay, that's, that's wealth. And, you know, I, I hear a lot about, well, I don't, I don't get paid enough or they don't pay much money or I'm going to go to the other carrier because they'll give me more money or whatever, have you more benefits or whatever. But when you really stop and think about that, it's not about money. It's about your value and valuing yourself. I mean, you know, if you're happy what you do and you value who you are and what you are bringing to the table, then, you know, you don't need to make millions of dollars. You just don't, you know, um, it has to be something that's uh, mutually agreeable, of course. You know, you want to be paid well for what you do, but it's more about value, you know. So those are the types of, of that's an example of one little thing that when I work with the drivers, you know, I want to make sure that they're happy and that they understand that value isn't just money. You know, it has to be a good work-life balance all the way around and you, that you're compensated fairly for what you do. Right. So those are the kind of the kind of people that I want to work with is the people that are just having having hard time with that sort of stuff. You know, maybe they're under stress because they're having issues with family problems or could be money or, you know, just career. Maybe they haven't found their thing and they're just looking for it. You know, we can help them. We can help them put them on the path to, to you know, to help them finding those things, which, of course, in the end result is going to be a happier, more productive driver for the company. So it really benefits the company. You know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 I see that as a. It's a win for both. It's a retention, um, but it's also the value add, which I, I love the fact that you use the word value a lot because I think often you well, you call them the underdog, and I agree because it's the voiceless. They're the the small mid-sized carriers and professional drivers that operate within those type of companies. They're often the so you're a number on the side of a truck. You're not a big brand on the side of a truck. So from yeah. a society perspective, if you don't pay attention to trucking, you'll never know. If you pay attention to trucking, you're like, oh, I've never seen that person before, that truck before. But yeah, when you're in those positions and maybe the carrier's still doing 19 things. So the owner has to do 19 things in a day versus the owner of a bigger one. They're focused on very different missions, obviously. Right. I, like, I really value that. And then from a... So I like improve... Like when you... When you focus on a, a cultural improvement and you focus on, okay, is, are your professional drivers happy? And if not, why? And you basically do a safety root cause na- analysis on culture. Yeah, It's interesting that pay is a big one, but I think a lot of it is respect. How do you talk to the, how, how do you talk to your fleet? How do you talk to your professional drivers? What are you doing as a carrier to really empower your professional drivers to feel proud that they work there, but also proud of their profession, proud of the fact that they're making a, a decent to good living to take home for their families. Like there's a lot there and it, it's nice to see yeah. again, that's your focus because again, I know that's a gap. I know that's a, a missing link in our industry because a lot of times it's the flip side. We're focusing on how does the carrier make more money? And right. I'm like, okay, so if I use an example, this is a bad example, like it's really simple. <laughs> but if I think of an electrician coming to my house to fix a, a light switch, am I going yeah. cur- to curse them out while they're doing their job? Or am I going to sit there patiently and wait for them, the, the trained professional, to do the job to fix the light switch that I need? 
chances are it's the latter. You're going to be patient. You're going to be like, thanks so much. Like, yes, here's your money. No, no questions asked. So right. from a carrier's perspective and the customer's perspective, without the middleman, without the key piece of a professional driver operating a safe piece of equipment, neither of you are getting what you want. So why don't we treat professional drivers like that? Like professionals that, hey, what do you need to be successful in your career? Well, I need this, this, and this. Okay. You figure that out through a simple gap analysis. But again, I really value that's what you're offering. So really well done. Yeah, thank you. Um, just to add to that, uh, too, Josh, is that, uh, you know, if you look, I, 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 had, I made this statement here a while back and uh, it sort of stuck in my head. And it's like, what if companies treated their drivers like customers? How would that how would that change things? Yes, you know, just just a thought, you know, something to think about. Yes, yeah, no, I completely agree with that. It's uh, yeah, I'm an advocate for professional drivers through and through, and I think both of us can say that because we've been there, we've done that, and we know what it's like to get three middle fingers, two honks when you're trying to back into a loading <laughs> dock, and you have to take a pee, and you're kind of like. Come on now, I gotta go. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, different different challenges, but yeah, that's how we can, I think, live our life with empathy for those professionals. Because, yeah, when you've actually gone through that, or you're watching someone do something, you're like, yeah, I've done that before. Yeah, okay, I'm not going to give them a hard time because, yeah, you just know what they're up against. It's very different. But I like that. Treat your drivers like you treat your customers. How would that table turn? I think that's that's a really strong message for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's certainly one to something to consider you know and and it's just like i mean you could build out a whole a whole course kind of thing on that a whole value system on that just that one question you know agreed yeah no i agree um so when you're i think i don't know if you're familiar or if you do maybe there's a better question if you if you do this already i would assume you do just based off of our conversations but i like thinking about legacy in the present um when I'm, if it's my day-to-day actions, like what, what legacy, what impact am I leaving on people? And I know the mindful trucker is really about impacting people. So when you think about your legacy day-to-day, the impact you're having in multiple people's lives every single day, what would you say is the number one priority for your legacy? What do you want people to remember you for when you enter a room, then you leave a room? Well, <clears throat> That's a that's an interesting question. Um, I, I guess I guess for the mindful trucker, it's uh, you know I'm very passionate about what I do, and I and I think that you know health, safety, and wellness it's it's sort of the foundation you know for success in any industry. It doesn't matter which industry you work in. Um, you know we're all connected, right? Um, and we all work together in in harmony uh, to to create what we create here on this earth. And I mean, I, I think a positive approach is definitely one uh, thing to, I'd like people to remember uh, me for, um, you know, a positive approach to, to uh, an industry that is just absolutely full of opportunities, you know, but not just a positive approach, but a collaborative one where everybody works together. I want people to really think about that, you know, um, because when we do that, in the connected partnership, everyone thrives, everyone wins, you know, and it's for the greater good of humanity, you know? Um, so that's what I want people to remember. We're not at, we're not here to fight against each other. We're in, in, in control and power and all of that. We're here 
to have a connected partnership and work together for the greater good of everyone. Totally. Powerful, man. Yeah. I really align with that. I, I like the collaboration. I like the partnership structure. I like the fact that that's probably where your, your mind gravitates to right away is there's a yeah. challenge. How do we fix it? Instead of there's yeah. a challenge. Oh, that's it. And yeah, I think living in that space is really addictive for others too, especially being in, in our industry where you're always problem solving or you're always kicking rocks because you feel like, oh, you can't solve this problem. And it, uh, but yeah, yeah. Our, the transportation industry, so many moving parts, it's things are bound to not go according to plan always. So it's nice to see the collaboration. And I really like that legacy. I think that's really smart, really well done. Yeah. And the key word that you just said was we. Mm -hmm. You know, it's about all of us, not just one person. Yes. Yeah. Because I think there's there's so much room here for improvement. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of smart people in this business. And I've, I've met quite a few of them over the last couple of years just blew me away. I mean, the, 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 you know, how smart these people are. And when we all work together, we can, we can just achieve so much more, you know? Yes. Yeah, I agree. I mirror that. I'm very fortunate to meet some, I call them smart cats. We're kind of like, I had no idea you even needed that knowledge base to overcome this problem, but thank you. And yeah, yeah I think it's fascinating when, and again, those are things that when you're a light in a dark place that comes to light is the fact that other people are yeah very intelligent they have very different views different approaches or experience but when you can approach it with humility instead of approaching it with i need to know it all it's a we effort like we talked about i think that's just something that our industry needs more of and why i'm really encouraged just with what you're doing because it's very much so to help for the long run and being the fact that as humans, we like, obviously we're habitual, what we do today, repetitive actions, we're going to do tomorrow. And if you do that at the workplace, so if you shift your perspective and you're very, instead of being a negative, Nancy, you're very positive and solution focused, you're going to bring that home. And that's yeah. what I think is incredible about our industry is the fact that you're going to be a safe professional driver for speaking professional drivers, but maybe you're more patient Maybe you learned a couple communication skills. Okay, well, now when you're dealing with an angry spouse or upset kids, you're not going to blow up. You're going to be patient. You're going to navigate accordingly because you have those traits and those skill sets. And again, that's just the compliment what you're doing. I think it's really powerful. Yeah, and I, and I agree with you. Like, it doesn't only focus on your career. It spills out. And it's like I always say, it's, it's the ripple effect yes. of of, of what you're doing. You, you learn something or new skill at work and it ripples out into your, into all aspects of your life. And uh, your home life is, is it for you, right? Everyone has one and you know, it's, it, it looks different to everyone. Um, you know, someone's home life, but at the end of the day, it's yours yes. and it has to be a work-life balance. It has to be for that, for that unit to stay whole. You know, and it, I mean, if you're out, if you're tipping the scale all the time, want something's going to suffer, right? Um, just to go back to what you mentioned there um, about the solution solution based uh, things, uh, I just actually wrote a blog yesterday uh, about conflicts with solutions, and uh, it's up on my uh, on the mindfultrucker.com right now. But uh, you know, I'm all, I also do truck training as well. I didn't mention that. Um, uh, but I do do that as now. And, and one of the things that I wrote about in that just quickly is that 
when you talk about conflict, like when I'm, when I'm in a, in a, in a, in a truck with a student and they are learning how to shift for the first time, it's like, they're, they're trying their best. They're learning, they're listening to what you're saying. And then all of a sudden they make a mistake and they miss a gear and something happens. The first thing they ask themselves is, well, why did that happen? You know, why, what's wrong? Well, they're so focused on that thing right there, which is the negative side of it, that they, they don't think about what is the solution to that. A better question is how I fixed it. Mm-hmm. And it's faster, right? You, you're not wasting time. And, and we all know when we shift, timing is, is everything. So they focus so much on that. Why did that happen? That they've gone 500 feet down the road and they're still in a mess versus how do I fix that? Yes. Right. And it's like you can take that little bit, tidbit of information and apply it to every problem out there that is on this planet. How do I fix it? How do we fix it? And imagine what happens after that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Completely aligned. Completely. And I, it's funny when I, I say funny as in interesting, cool. I use funny for lots of common words. And when I, reflect even in this conversation right now i've reflected 19 times where i'm like this this is why i honestly created the truck focus podcast was i'm a massive believer and be a light in a dark place and our industry has way too many underdogs that aren't being heard but yet have a solution and Mm -hmm. it's using this platform to interview people like yourself having a really strong conversation on like things are possible you have value you can definitely do this instead of the you can turn on the cable or whatever news station you want to watch in the doom and gloom. And yeah, the fact that when you can, as a trainer, be in an environment with a new driver who's stressed, who missed a gear and start focusing on solution instead of downgrading their skill sets that they're learning because they missed a shift. It's like, no, let's focus on the solution. Let's get there right away. I think that's so important because that's where confidence comes from too, because two, three years down the road from now, when they're driving 18 speed and they miss a gear, they're going to think, what did Dana say? Solution. That's right. And then they're going to bump up their RPM. They're going to hit their gear and they're good to go. And right. I think that is really, really impactful. That's also part of your legacy, which I think is super cool because again, not too many people are big picture. Like I call it the Google. I, well, I don't know, 15 years ago, I was educated on maybe not 15, something was here. So say 10 years ago is Longer than a decade, but not quite that long. But when Google first kind of came around and it was something that you could actually see on a computer, I remember one of my old bosses saying, you need to view problems like Google Earth. You need to see all the rivers, all the valleys, all the roadways, all the trails. And he's like, and then you can navigate accordingly, but you have to navigate for a solution, not just thinking shit, I'm or crap, I'm stuck. And I think that solution focused when you're in the training environment will really impact people for the long run. And that's something they're going to teach because everyone starts somewhere. You have to suck, get, get going. That's normal. Yeah. Get some experience, get a little good at what you're doing. That person's going to feel confident enough to say, Hey, I remember what it was like to be new. And remember, this is what I was trained by, by a guy named Dana, who said, think of the solution right away. Don't think about the problem and lose 15 or 500 feet or however much roadway. And yeah, I just think that's a really powerful thought. I really appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, no problem. No problem. I hope somebody gets even 1% out of this. That'd be totally. great. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree. So, um, but yeah, just kind of as we come to a close, um, I always like offering up there, um, how do people get to know more about you, learn more about you um, as a person, the mindful trucker, and were there any final thoughts that you would like to say? 
Yeah. Um, if, if anybody wants to get a hold of me, uh, the easiest way to do that is to go to the mindfultrucker.com and uh, there's a contact form on there. You just send me a quick email um, and, uh, you know, we can have a chat about uh, what's going on or what we do. And, you know, I always want to know how can I help you? That's my first question to you. So the mindfultrucker.com, go to that. We're all over social media and uh, you can find us on there. Uh, as far as any final thoughts, I, I guess uh, I did take a few minutes to write this down. I really thought about this uh, the other day uh, in prep for the interview here. Um, here's what I'll say about it is that if you do what you love and you love what you do, you will always do it well. Okay. It's about giving, not getting. So that's my final thought. Yeah, man. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Great, 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 great. No, I appreciate that. And I just appreciate your time today, Dana. Honestly, it, uh, I have certain interviews where I get excited for a couple of days prior and a couple of weeks prior. And I was like, yeah. I'm excited for this one. I'm glad we knocked down the date. And I just really, really value just how you're serving industry. I like that it's holistic. I like that it's not, I learned this in a textbook. So this is what we must do. It's no, this is a bigger yeah. approach. And the three pillars is huge. I love the fact that, yeah, it's health, safety, wellness. And just, yeah, man, I really, I'm encouraged. And I'm just super grateful for your time today. Highly recommend people check you out. So the mindfultrucker.com. And I, I like that that's your first question. How can I help? Because again, I think too often it's me. How can they help you? Like, what are you going to buy for me today? It's like, no, no, no. How, I, how can I help you today? And I just, I really value that. I really value our conversation and yeah, just your time today. So thanks so much for joining the podcast. This was awesome. No problem at all. I was very excited to do it. And uh, I look forward to see what comes out of this down the road in our partnership and all that. Absolutely. Um, it was wonderful. Thank you so much for this the opportunity. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. And I'm excited too. I think some really, uh, yeah, I like that we talk about impact and value. So I, I see a lot of it happening. And yeah, I'm just super grateful for your time. So thanks so much for joining. Well, thank you, sir. Appreciate Have a wonderful it. day. Thanks, Pat. All right, you too. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, friends, that's all for today's episode. Thank you for taking the time to listen, as I hope today's episode brought amazing value for you. If this is the first time that you've ever listened to the Truck Focus podcast, I just wanted to say thanks. I encourage you to subscribe to our podcast channel to ensure you're notified of all of our upcoming episodes. To all of our dedicated listeners, thank you. This journey has been incredible so far, and it honestly is because of all of your support and encouragement that you've shown along the way. And as I like to say, the greater the following, the greater the impact. And because of you, our impact is growing across the transportation sector. As always, if you found value in today's episode, I do encourage you to share with others in your network that you believe would receive value from listening. Your support means so much. So the Truck Focus podcast is brought to you by Pivotal Transportation Industry Solutions, a company focused on connecting transportation industry leaders to the industry to help create a pivotal change. To learn more about the Truck Focus podcast, please visit the show notes. You can connect with us on social, visit our website, sign up to our monthly newsletter, and so much more. If you do happen to visit our website, I encourage you to check out the Truck Focus blog, learn more about our industry strategic partners, view our online training, and more. Furthermore, if you have a question or a topic that you would like to be discussed or reviewed in a future episode, feel free to send me an email. I've, I've also included my email in the show notes. So I just wanted to say thank you so much again for taking the time to listen to the Truck Focus podcast, where again, our goal is simple. We want to connect industry leaders to the industry to help create a pivotal change.
I hope you have a safe day and let's create a pivotal impact.